upcyclers. Making, creating, recycling, reusing, recycling, reusing, recycling, reusing. Welcome to Upcyclers, a podcast series exploring extraordinary ideas that breathe new life into otherwise discarded objects and obsolete technologies. Hi, I'm Amanda King, and today we're in far north Queensland, just south of Cooktown, to talk with Bob and Joy. Bobbin has been recycling fashion since she was a teenager and has developed her own exclusive range of upcycled clothing. I remember hand sewing with a needle, making doll's clothes probably when I was about eight. And then my mum taught me how to use a treadley, so then I could sew on the machine. And they used to print patterns for Barbie doll clothes in the Woman's Weekly. And I collected them and that's how I learned how to do darts and just how to shape clothes. Probably when I was about 13 or 14, my grandmother passed away and my mum brought down some of her dresses. And of course they were like way, way too big for us, me and my sister. And so we cut them down because they were beautiful fabrics. I remember the first dress I made for myself was a salmon pink lace, beautiful dress of my grandmother's that I cut down into a mini dress. We were pretty poor, so I never had new clothes. I always had hand-me-downs from my older sister who was bigger than me, so I grew up in clothes that were too big for me. So by the time I got a bit more fashion conscious, <laughs> I taught myself how to make them fit me better. And then we discovered jumble sales before there was actually op shops. The local CWA, you know, once every three months on a Friday morning, we'd be up there at seven o'clock before we caught the school bus going through the piles. That was their introduction into scavenging. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's harder to find those fantastic fabrics yeah. that would have been available, yeah. but yeah. I mean, I'm sure you are still always keeping your eye out for yeah, something. Yeah, I don't op shop much anymore. I always look through the skirts because often you find skirts that are really nice fabric, but they're you know, not nice styles or have heaps of fabric in them that I can get two or three garments out of. So, mm. you know, still, still look. What's the process you go through when you're reusing and redesigning a piece of clothing? Um, I'll usually have it hanging up for a little while to sort of look at it. Often I'll just get really nice big full skirts and they might have really awful underskirts and have really tight elastic. So I'll just cut the waistband off, take the lining out, and do my cotton lycra stretchy waistbands. That's sometimes all I'll do to mm. a skirt to um, recycle it. Mostly I won't cut stuff. I'll, I'll just sit and pull it apart, even if I'm just cutting off the seams. But, you know, some garments, uh, you know, three quarters okay, and I'll just tweak them up a bit. Like the bodices I just showed you, the corsets, you know, they were really nice corsets, but I just tweaked them up and made them into a bit more of a, a piece. You're listening to Upcyclers, and we're talking with Bob and Joy about recycling fashion. With your skills for recycling, have you had any uh, opportunities through that? 
Yeah, I had um, a woman who saw my stuff at one of the markets around Cairns and she was working with Aboriginal mob in Mariba and she got funding to do some courses. And the course was about recycling clothing. We had about 20 women aged from maybe 11, 12 to 70, 75 that were all interested and the only condition that they took any of the clothes out of the suitcase was that they don't stay the same. Didn't matter what they did to them, but they just couldn't leave them the same. And at the end of it, we did a fashion show. With decades dedicated to expanding her upcycling design techniques, learning how to recut second-hand garments and make use of waste fabrics, Bobbin is at the vanguard of the sustainable slow fashion movement. Her long-term commitment to reusing existing resources is a small but noteworthy contribution to the burgeoning textile landfill crisis. We've sort of touched on it before, what kind of fabrics you keep an eye out for. Um, natural fabrics as much as possible, cotton, silk, linens, rayons. And what about patterns and colours? Colours I look for. I love colours. Often that'll be what'll attract me to a you know, garment in the op shop for a start is the colours and then I'll feel the fabric. If it's too synthetic it stays there. Unless it's a really nice pattern or print. Well, Erte was probably my most favourite ever, ever designer, and he was in the late 1800s right into the 20s. He was originally a Russian ballet dancer. He became a designer, and then he designed movie sets and stuff for the early talkies. The late 30s to 40s, like pre-war and during the war, just I loved the fabrics and styles. Simple but really nice cuts. The pre-war era sits before all the polyesters. Yeah, so you got all the beautiful, especially the rayons in that era were just beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Movie star dresses. Oh yes. It was a very flattering era. You're listening to Upcyclers. And we're talking with Bob and Joy about recycling fashion. Bobbin's sewing room is filled with natural light. The shelves are full of fabrics arranged in colour. Boxes of patterns, boxes of coloured cottons, and of course, there are long tables for sewing machines. I've got Janome's at the moment. I've got a little reconditioned second-hand one that does all my basic sewing, and then I bought myself a new one last year that just does embroidery stitches. And I have three domestic overlockers, one that I just use for um, rolled hemming, and then I just have two Janome domestics, just threaded, one's black, one's white. After moving to Rossville six years ago, Bobbin stopped running a market store to concentrate on niche events and outlets for her designs. 
Well, everything sits in a shop in Cooktown, the Cooktown Creative Arts Association. It's sort of a gallery for local artists. I have put stuff in other shops around, cans and the tablelands, but my stuff just gets a bit lost in amongst other clothes. You know, the handcrafted side of it disappears. I do um, a very small little festival near here called Black Mountain Unplugged. It only sells 300 tickets. But I've been doing it since it started. This is its seventh year and I have a good clientele there. The thing that sells the best is the recycled skirts and the bodices, yeah, and yeah. especially if I make it at a set or an outfit. Last year I made an outfit for an exhibition in Cooktown and I did it as a sculptural 3D piece. It was like a whole courtesan's outfit and it was all in um, dark reds, maroons and blacks and golds. I sold it at the Black Mountain Festival, the whole outfit, to a woman who ran a cafe up on the Tablelands, Yungaburra, and she was going to wear it working in her shop. One of the advantages of being a well-known local designer is that Bobbin is often gifted pre-loved clothing and fabrics to be recycled. I do have a lot of friends who aren't sewers, so they give me their bits and pieces to recycle as well. Yeah, so everyone knows to give yeah. Bobbin special bits of fabric yeah. when they find them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I keep every single scrap of fabric. Like everything that comes off the overlocker I keep and I stuff hard cushions with that. All the bigger bits, even the synthetic stuff, all goes into a box. If I don't use any of it, it actually becomes mulch out in the garden. So I don't put any fabric in the rubbish bin. Nothing goes into <laughs> landfill. It goes into mulch, but in my garden. I mean, that box and the basket behind it is probably two years at least of scraps. Amanda King was the reporter, producer and sound engineer for today's story. Supervising producer was Jeanti St. Clair. Music by Peter Peart. Bobbin's recycled clothes are on permanent exhibition at the Cooktown Creative Arts Association. And if you happen to be in the area, you can also find Bobbin at Black Mountain Unplugged every August and Wallaby Creek Festival in September. Next time, we'll be in northern New South Wales catching up with Juan Tekchia to talk about his obsession with collecting rusty junk, and we'll find out what he makes with it. When I was young, I always wanted to be a sculptor, but never really practiced or learned. Finally, one day I got my hands on a welder and tried it, and it was really like you know, alchemy. It was just melting metal and trying to recreate something out of it. Don't forget to like and rate Upcyclers and this story on your podcast app. And of course, share it with your friends. We love to hear from our listeners. So if you have any feedback or suggestions, make a comment or send us a message. I'm Amanda King, and you've been listening to Upcyclers. <laughs>